It's alive! It's alive! And it has an afro! We watched Blackenstein. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to the Horrible Horror Podcast, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your wonderful host, Lord Marshall Hampton. With me today, as always, is my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. I like how you call yourself a lovely host. It's <laughs> pretty cute. Yeah, I'm adorable. Um, anyway, it is uh, Black History Month. Black History Month, yeah. So- and so every year we do at least one... Um, movie featuring African American actors, prominently African American actors, and, cast director, or, or something. yeah, cast director, something. yeah, um, yeah. But uh, so yeah, this year is no different. This is our uh, Black uh, History Month episode. Maybe we'll get another one in at uh, next week. I'm not sure yet. Um, but this week, this year, this week, uh, we we are going to uh, blast from the past. We're going old school, uh, and we dug up. Or assembled, I guess. Assembled I, is assemb- way better, yeah. Assembled. Uh, Blackenstein? Blackenstein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I love it. Yeah, it just obviously came on the, the heels of uh, the, the most famous black portation, Blackula, Blackula movie. Yeah. But uh, it's stand from the bull rush of those movies that came black out after. exploitation films, yeah. yeah. Um, and this one is something else. Um, but... Um, we're doing it. Um, so, but uh, before we get into the movie, of course, we have to do our our, our corporate chill out moment for this week. So here we go. Sit back. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. All right. Um, yes, we, like you guys should know by now, if, you're in this, if in, this is your first time listening, we are partnered with Manscaped. Manscaped. The leaders. The leaders in male grooming. Dude, I don't know if it's you, but I'm seeing Manscaped like everywhere now. <laughs> like UFC events and, you know, commercials. It's on my social media. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and we're, we, I like to say we're a small part of that now. Yeah. We are. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we, yes, we are, uh, we're sponsored with them or partnered with them to bring you the best in male, uh, performance grooming. Uh, that being said, that leads off with the lawnmower 4.0, the bread and the butter, the backbone of the product line, which is an amazing product. It is the groomer, the electric groomer, uh, that is, has like a no cut technology, no cuts, no nicks, or at least greatly reduced, reduced, not reduced nicks, (laughs) reduced cuts. And, uh, yeah, I use it for a second time. Kept the boys clean. Yep. So yeah, it's, it works really well. I'm um, happy with it. Yeah, it's uh, 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 it's also waterproof. It's got a, a, a four thousand k LED spotlight on it if you need it. Uh, it's also incredibly easy. Uh, it's got great grip. It's comfortable in the hand, easy to use. Um, that's not it, but I mean that, that's all, not all they have. You can also get yourself like the uh, Aaron likes the weed whacker. I do. Yeah, uh, I've, I've talked about that before. It. The yeah. weed whacker is actually very nice. It's a great uh, nose hair trimmer. Yep. Uh, you can also get yourself some uh, treat yourself, to your boys. You get some little freshen up, some deodorant, some uh, nice cream to put on there. It's very nice, very good scent for keep keep the ladies in mind, gentlemen. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. I actually use it today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, so check it out. Go to manscaped.com. Uh, you get yourself a performance package or just get yourself, uh, you know, some lip balm or some uh, two-in-one shampoo conditioner, which I just bought yesterday. That's one we haven't really talked about too much, and I have that too. And, man, it is smooth. It's probably one of the best shampoos I've had, and I'm not kidding. Like, you just give one pump. I have relatively short hair, you know, and perfect every single time. Nice. My favorite shampoo. Glad to hear it because I just ordered mine, like, two days ago, so I'm waiting for it to get here. But you can go there and use promo code MOONGOON. That's M O O N G. O-O-N for 20. 
that's you heard that right. Twenty percent off your entire order and free shipping. Booyah. On manscaped.com. Um, so check that out. With that said, let's move in. Oh, well, how I almost forgot the most important part. There we go. Now let's move it's official. On. It's official now. All right, so Blackenstein. Uh, this is was released on August 3rd of 1973. Uh, written by Frank R. Sol- Solitaire, Solitary? Solitary? I don't know. Um, this is the one and only thing he ever wrote. His one and only credit, which is not surprising. Right. Uh, directed by William A. Levy. Uh, he has 10 credits, including such fine, fine films as Wham Bam, Thank You, Spaceman, Slumber Party 57, and The Happy Hooker Goes to Washington. Nice. Yep. Um, so, I'm glad she's happy. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can find this gem currently on Amazon um, Plex. I'm not sure if that is, but it's if you know of it, it's there. Tubi. Uh, of course, IMDb, and I found this fun. You can find it on Brown Sugar, which is apparently a Prime subscription channel, which nice. I guess is mostly black plotation or black like cinema. But I've never heard of Tornado and coffee and movies like Shaft, that. I'm yeah, sure, but yeah. like Brown Sugar. Um, so, yeah, it's, and uh, I watched it on Tubi. Um, uh, the cast, we ain't talking about anybody because there's it, nobody here worth mentioning. The only thing I found funny and it's kind of ironic, is uh, the lady who plays, uh, our leading lady, her name is um, Ivory Stone, which I found was kind of funny for a black person to be named Ivory. Yeah. Well, but anyway, uh, just ironic. <laughs> uh, um, but should her, should her name be Onyx? I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> Ebony, <laughs> no. Anybody. <laughs> no, I just, it's, I think there's nothing else to talk about in this cast at, at all. Um, so we're going to jump right in. This is, um, Aaron's taking the reins on this one. This yeah. Week. And so, uh, yeah. All right, Aaron, let's fire up the, uh, the machinery and, uh, let's, uh, all right, let's rock and roll. Yes. All right. So we open on a Gothic house with lots of lightning and thunder and this green mist rises up that says the word Blackenstein. <laughs> it looks pretty fun. Uh, then we go in to a white doctor in a lab. It's classic Frankenstein machinery, equipment, etc. Um, and he's just doing experiments. And right off the bat, it's long. It's like two minutes for him just walking around this lab, like flipping switches and electricity I, it's going on. so boring. Yeah, he's just going around flipping switches, and he looks at and like, hmm, mm-hmm. takes a note, looks at something else, hmm, takes a note, looks. He's yeah. not doing anything. It, he's it, just looking at stuff and taking notes. It takes so long, <laughs> and the movie's full of that stuff. Yeah. But then we cut to some smooth jazz as a plane oh. lands on the tarmac. We follow a woman to the gothic house. Uh, she goes up to the door, and this is where we meet Malcolm, the doctor's yeah. assistant. Yeah. And I'm just sorry. The music in this movie is terrible. It is pretty bad. It's some of the worst music. That song, that lady singing, is awful. It is pretty bad. It's so goddamn bad. It, it like, first of all, this is supposed to be a technically a horror movie, and you got like this weird jazz singing uh, lady. I mean, it's it's awful it's terrible i didn't like the song but i didn't mind it like being at this at this moment i guess it's not like moment, yeah it's not like blackenstein's it's, chasing people down and this is playing that's you know true. that's I mean, true but it's just yeah. the song itself is one of the worst i've ever it's, heard it's not great um but yeah so okay we meet yeah. malcolm the lab assistant yeah she goes to uh let's see uh she asks to see dr stein and says her name is winifred Winifred, Dr. Winifred Walker. Dr. Winifred Walker. She goes down to his lab, and Dr. Winifred Walker thinks... (laughs) (laughs) You you said name. They literally say her name, like, 15 times in, like, two minutes. They will not let you forget that her name is Dr. Winifred Walker. Yeah, and we find out that uh, Dr. Stein is her teacher uh, and colleague. So she, she studied under him. Uh, she's been a doctor for a couple years now. They don't mention exactly what kind of doctor, but they're doctors. No, but she, it's been two years since she got her PhD in right. some kind of physics, and I studied under you a year and a half before that. So it's bit, it's the worst writing and exposition dumping. Awkward it's dialogue. So awkward. She mentions that she just moved to town to take care of her fiancé, who was injured in Vietnam. Dr. Stein takes Winifred under his wing, and they find uh, – pardon me – and we find that the Dr. Stein has recently won the Nobel Prize in physiology or medicine for solving the DNA genetic code. Oh, my God. This is – okay, first of all, we got to say why he was injured what happened to him in Vietnam because that's kind of a big point. So 
Eddie, we find his, uh, apparently had, stepped on a landmine. Stepped on a mine. Had both arms and legs blown, blown off, off. And he's basically just a torso with a head. But his face, body, fine. completely fine. But just no arms and legs. The reason I didn't say that yet is because when she, she doesn't say it, she goes, I don't want to talk about it right now. He goes, what happened? to? Oh, she was right. injured in Vietnam. What happened to him? I don't want to talk about it right now. Okay, fine. That's understandable. Right. But it's funny when she does mention yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so Dr. Stein's talking about the, I would love, I wish we had like an actual med, like scientist or something because the bullshit that they're talking about the DNA, well, unlocked the code. It's funny because it's, G, DNA sequencing wasn't unlocked until like 2008, 2009. <laughs> and those people won Nobel prize. They probably just heard of DNA in 1973. Yeah. Like buzzword. Yeah. It's yeah. so inaccurate. It's so much bullshit. This liquid DNA and yeah. all this stuff. It's, 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 it's pretty funny. Fucking hilarious. So Winifred wants Dr. Stein to take a look at her fiance. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, really quick. I have to mention that this is where I talked about the music, but it seems like, uh, also something I noticed, they seem like to play dramatic music at like very normal times. <laughs> yeah. Like they're walking down the hall and like, dun, 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 yes. dun, 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 dun. Yeah. There's what's, yeah. They, they, seriously, they're sitting there in the parlor and they're like, they're going up this grand staircase and they, they're right. They play the most dramatic. I thought like the chandelier was going to yeah, fall. Like, what's going to happen? Somebody's going to pop. I'm like nothing. I, you're right. It's so strange. Nothing. So, in a tour of Dr. Stein's castle, uh, or Los Angeles home, whatever you want to call it. Dude, the place is pretty swank, man. It is pretty cool. But it's it's gothic-styled. It's almost like a castle. It is. It's decor- mm. It's got, like, these old, like... But it's in L.A. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a swank interior design. Like, it looks like an old castle. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting place. I don't know. It's... It's interesting. Yeah, it's weird. So Winterfield is introduced to other patients, like a ninety-year-old <laughs> Eleanor who looks like she's about fifty years old, yep. and Bruno whose legs have been successfully reattached oh. via laser beam <laughs> fusion and Stein's <laughs> DNA solution. Had, okay, Eleanor, the the ninety-year-old, she, I guess, gets injections every twelve hours, according to Stein. For this, with his magical DNA serum that keeps that basically reverses, reverses her, her aging. aging and makes her look like she's instead of ninety that she's like fifty five or something. But if she doesn't get the serum every tw- at least in twenty four hours, she will rapidly age back to ninety and maybe even more. And then there's Bruno <laughs> with the leg thing. Yeah, and but this is where we see Bruno who gets his legs attached, mm-hmm. and Winifred gets pretty startled. When, when she sees that Bruno's leg has tiger stripes He's on it. He's got a tiger leg! It's a fucking tiger leg! And Dr. Stein's like, eh, it's an unknown RNA problem. Whatever. Prime, they just, again, keywords, prime evil, prime evil, prime evil. That's what they, th- they just throw around keywords, like drama. He, the dad has a fucking tiger leg! What? It's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, so then we cut. To the stoically suffering Eddie. So we finally see Eddie with his, you know, stumps. His, you know, if you threw Eddie in a lake, you know what his name would be? Bob. Oh. <laughs> wah, wah. If you put him in front of a door, what would his name be? Matt. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Matt, <go away. laughs> it's like a stump. So this but, is the first time we see Eddie, and he's yeah. kind of got a stoic look on his face. He's in a and, veteran's hospital. Yeah, he's in a veteran's hospital, and the first thing he says is, I want some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird choice. <laughs> yeah. Like, a brother gets some ice cream. Well, I don't know oh. if he says brother. No, but... <laughs> he's... No, he just... Can I get some ice cream? It's just... And his voice is weird, too. Yeah. Dude, Malcolm's voice is the best. But... He has the, uh, the best voice, but the worst actor. Yeah. Holy shit. He's acting bad in this. So when he's asking for ice cream, he starts to become verbally abused by the white <laughs> orderly. This and it's guy, it's really weird scene. It's strange. Like, he's angry for no reason. And I think it's supposed to be, like, the angry white guy that hates the black guy. But, it, I mean, it can be interpreted that way. Yeah. But the rant he goes on, he never says a racial slur. No, he doesn't. He never insinuates. He And he seems to be talking also a lot about the military. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, okay, is he mad at him because he's black? Or is he mad at him because he's a military member? You know, it's because yeah, he's it's, like, I could have been in the army. I could, I had a big arm and a big chest and yeah, small he's, waist. He's like, I had, but, I had 20 yeah. inch arms. And he starts slapping his chest around yeah. like he's a pump, you know, like chest pounding shit. 
it's so. But he said his heart was bad, so he couldn't get. In the yeah, army. They, yeah, he was rejected. And he's always pissed off, and now he's stuck as an orc. It's the weirdest, strangest rant, and it just comes out of nowhere from yeah. this guy. And it's but, it's really strange. And it looks like at the very end, he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna give you a shot. Here comes a needle." Ah, and he like lunges, but then yeah, just cuts. It just cuts. Hard cut. This movie. Oh, the editing is the editing, horrible. This thing looks like it was cut together by a rusty meat cleaver. <laughs> they just took a, to this. The, it's some of the worst I've ever seen on this show. So Dr. Stein and Winifred walk in, and they they say, hey, we're going to do some experiments. What do you say? He's like, I don't know. It's like, come on, dude. Let's do it. Okay. So he gives, <laughs> he gives consent. I'm telling you, that's kind of how it is. It really is. It's just like, <laughs> all right, whatever. They take him back to the house and perform experiments Well, I guess on if him. I'm a stump, I'm like, what else you got? Literally, right, yeah. Like, Fuck, why not? Right? <laughs> so there's lots of scenes of shots of explosions and flashing lights in the lab. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, Malcolm is helping, but he doesn't seem to like uh, Eddie very much, but you can hardly tell. I also love Malcolm's voice. This is where I talk about it. Man, his voice is just... Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> Dr. Stein. It's like... Dr. Almost, Winifred Walker is here to see you. It's almost like he's trying to do like a bad impersonation of the guy from Rocky Horror. Riff Raff. Riff Raff I was thing. just about yeah. to say that. It's yeah. like he's trying to do a black Riff Raff or something. That's and excellent, it's yeah. so weird. It's, yeah. Um, let's see. Da-da-da. Oh. So we see Dr. Stein and Winifred in the lab. And again, they're going to the classic Frankenstein transformation. Uh, but instead of a corpse bringing back to life, they're giving Eddie body parts. So yes. they're just slapping. They show one of a hand being put on. But An they don't show anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're, they're putting I, limbs back which on. Which made them. me wonder, because they never explain it. Where the fuck do these extra body parts come from? No, they never they, explain it. It's just, they just have a black man's arm, two two black man's arms and legs just on trays. Like, <laughs> nobody questions where these that's, body parts come from. That's a great point because that's such a major theme of Frankenstein. In Frankenstein, he's digging up graves and they yeah, explain and, where and it it's comes like he's, from. He's getting turned away from, you know... Uh, and the DNA Bro. they're using, it's like, it makes sound like oh, you would make things like, oh, it's going to regenerate. Like, se- right, like right. Like in the salamander. Like if they did like stem cells right. instead of DNA, this may be a little more sense. But nope, they just have random body parts that nobody questions where they came from. Right? Even Eddie's like, doesn't he's like, dude, where, why, why, whose arm am I? Where did this arm come from? Renford Walker doesn't say a Nothing. goddamn word. They're just arms on trays. And yeah. people are like, Cool. Because that's such a major theme, as I was saying, about Frankenstein, because he was being rejected by autopsy rooms or morgues. He's like, I just need body parts. And they're like, get out of here. And then re- it's, it's a major plot point. Yeah. Yeah, and they don't, nothing. Yeah, whatever. We got black parts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got white parts. We got black parts. We got yellow parts. Is there someone running like a, a discount like appendage store? In a, yeah, a limiporium. Limiporium. <laughs> Not bad. So Eddie seems to be recovering well. Um, he's having feeling in his new appendages and everything seems to be going swell. Um, that is until Malcolm confronts Dr. Winifred in the lab and confesses his love for her. (laughs) Dr. Walker, I love you. I think you're absolutely beautiful. I can, I think about you all the time. Uh, You have that voice nailed, Nailed. dude. That is like spot on. Yeah. Okay. Okay, first of all, uh, Stein, before he does it, sort of says, like, okay, we're going to put you to sleep now. When you wake up, a third of this is going to be done. Like, you're going to be a third of this pr- whole process. The man works fast. whole process is going to be done, a third of it. Just keep that in mind because the math, apparently can't do math later. <laughs> but, yeah, this comes out of the blue. Like, Malcolm, who just met this woman, like, a day ago, is like, I am completely in, I'm love, in love with you, with you Dr. You are, Walker. Ever since I first saw you a day ago, I yeah. knew I and, must And she's you. like, hey, Malcolm, that's super nice, and you're a real sweet guy. I, I like you, but I'm I'm in love with Eddie. When he gets better, we're getting married. And he goes, as you wish. You know, or, <laughs> actually, he doesn't say that. That's, that's riffraff. <laughs> but he, he's, he's like, okay, doctor, bye-bye. And... Yeah, he takes. Yeah, off. I'm just but, waiting for Malcolm to bring into like a. a but he doesn't seem to be. He, like, his face is always the same. He never makes any like <gasps> sort of inflection. He or, has no. He's like a fucking robot. It's man. It's so weird because this is a point where you should like frown or look a little sinister. Yeah, you know, because you know it's coming he, up. I would not want to play poker against that man. You're right. Jesus, <laughs> he has no. I don't think his face moves. 
Yeah. So we get another sign, uh, pardon me, scene of the lab where they're continuing to repair Eddie. We see Dr. Stein. Oh, wait, I messed up. I apologize. Um, so after Malcolm is rejected, um, Malcolm goes and starts to sabotage the DNA solution that's being used for Eddie's uh, DNA procedures. Yeah. So he's mixing chemicals, and during the scene, we hear Dr. Stein saying over and over, primitive. Primitive. Jungle. 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 Primitive. Primeval. Primeval. Savage. The voiceover, like, they do it so much, and it makes zero sense half the time no, when they do it. it. It really does. It's just gibberish voiceover. And it goes, and it, normally time, most of you might do say the word one time, maybe twice. Here they do like four or five times. They keep repeating the same word over and over I again. This. It's... It's beyond word. It's I've never seen this bad of like writing and, and in a movie. I, I can't comprehend. Yeah, it. it's pretty bad, but hey, it's Blackenstein, baby. <laughs> it is Blackenstein. All right, you get it in the title. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it was originally called Black Frankenstein, and they go Nah, Blackenstein. Blackenstein. <laughs> so we get another lab scene where they're continuing to repair Eddie, and we see Doctor Stein inject Eddie with the sabotaged DNA solution. Mm-hmm. Um, this seems to be causing uh, this former soldier to de-evolve into a primitive, brutish state with hairy hands and Neanderthal-like brow ridge. Because after the procedure, they go and see him, and he's, he's like, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. And he turns over, and he's got this big Neanderthal he's got fucking ridge. Neanderthal caveman brow. He's got, like, furry hands. <laughs> you know, he could probably treat those hands with a Manscaped uh, lawnmower. Yes! 4.0. Yes, you get yeah. the lawnmower. There you go. <laughs> First, okay, so remember the first procedure. He says you'll be a third of the way done. Right. Here he does the second procedure, and he's done. Pretty much. That means yeah. he skipped a whole third. Because <laughs> <laughs> last I checked, a third means three parts, right? It's nuts. not two. So and then, also, I not I think we're here yet, but Bruno and Eleanor, they get pimp ass rooms to stay in they do they are in like king size beds with, with luscious sheets and these wood paneling rooms with tapestries in the castle it's right, great exactly fucking eddie is in a goddamn dungeon on a cot <laughs> <laughs> he is literally in, in a, a dungeon, dungeon cell there is a cast iron grated sliding cell door with chains and he is in a dungeon like cell a, on a cot. Proper dungeon. <laughs> That's exactly what I had like my next line. Everybody else is in like the <laughs> fucking four seasons. This guy is in a dungeon. Why is black a man got to get a dungeon? Come on. Good God. <sighs> so they continue with the treatments, unknowingly giving Eddie sabotage medicine. As his condition worsens, he loses mental capacity for speech. And then Eddie becomes slowly shambling monster resembling the iconic Boris Karloff. He starts Not only to does become he, his hand gets for his also apparently his head grows three sizes and he gets an afro. And neck bolts. <laughs> Did he have neck bolts? I think so. I don't I don't It's hard neck because bolts. they never show his face very closely hey, very often. I don't often. think he had neck bolts. Oh, I want him to have neck I bolts. I wish if he did that would be amazing. But yeah, his head grows like three sizes, and he has a giant square afro. So now. he's become Blackenstein. He's now. become Blackenstein. And then I, I don't know how they don't show how, but he decides to go for a stroll. Yeah, that just, dungeon not really good at keeping people no, in. He just no. comes and goes as he fe- feels willy so nilly. He decides to take a stroll to the hospital where the yep. <laughs> white orderly, which apparently is like right next door. All right? Of a yeah. Because like which, this guy walks is the slowest moving thing I've ever seen, and it would take him like. Hours to get, <laughs> the way he's moving, it would take him, take him a, 20 minutes to get out of the house. Yeah, I mean, he, but he's apparently that veteran's hospital is right next door all of a sudden. So he goes to the veteran's hospital where he is stalking the white orderly that was abusing him. Uh, he hunts him down, finds him in like a, a bathroom, I think. And he Something. then just you have a silhouette, a sheet is pulled, and you see the silhouette, the shadows mm-hmm. of Blackenstein. Whack, like slapping and pushing <laughs> throttling. and ch- chucking, choking, <laughs> throttling the white orderly who's just like, oh, oh. And you see him, like the white orderly, throwing himself back against the yeah. wall. And the black and like, whoa, I'm supposed to push you here. <laughs> you know, it's really disorganized. 
He finally knocks down the white orderly and then rips his arm off. Yes, he does. And takes it home with him. Yes, he does. He takes a souvenir. Not only is he taking it, he's eating it. Blackenstein saw he's turned into a cannibal. cannibal. I don't remember uh. Frankenstein being a cannibal in the original, but apparently... He is now a, a cannibal. cannibalistic Neanderthal with an afro. Well, he is now <laughs> still hungry. Because yeah. we see Blackenstein wandering the streets, and he comes across a dog that's giving him some mean mug barks. You know, <laughs> yeah. rawr, rawr. And Blackenstein's not having it. He starts nope. approaching the dog. But there's a couple inside. going. In the, there's a girl and a guy, and the girl's going, hey, go check on the dog. The guy's like, oh, okay. He goes outside to check on the dog, and then we just hear We cut to the, to the moon. Ah! <laughs> and then we see a, a, le- a white guy's leg with blood on it. Yep. And that's it. That's it. I told you, man, the editing of this is like a fucking cleaver. It, there's, it's awful. It's crazy. Uh, the girl then goes outside with a flashlight strutting around in a cute little pink negligee. She is actually... It's sheer... It's pure, she, it's a, yeah, light purple, looking uh, good. sheer see-through she, negligee. She looks pretty good, yeah. But she also meets her demise at the Black Frankenstein when he comes up and rips her guts out. But it's, again, so poorly edited and choppy. He just, like, touches her. Yeah. They get a close-up of her face. And then all of a sudden, he's just holding guts. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, a magician or something. He's, like, uh, <laughs> Van Damme or, or, or uh, Bolo Yang. And Blake. He's got the death touch. He does have it. Because all he has the to do. The dim mock. The dim mock. Yeah. All he has to do, apparently, is just touch people, and they just die. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> the fast. And it's it's an ongoing problem in this movie. Like, almost... Like, the orderly, I think, has the longest drawn death scene. Yeah, Everybody else yeah. is, like, dead. dead. And, like, just Instantly, as touched. Yeah. There's dead. So we cut back to the house, and we're in the lab. Winifred is doing more experiments, more be- bullshit in the lab, where she did explosions and lights. And, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this but she- I guess it gets boring because she falls asleep. <laughs> After, like, and, two seconds. And this is weird. It's like we just saw Blackenstein outside. Mm-hmm. And now he's back in the in the lab, yep. and he's leaving again. Yep, he's going back out on another stroll. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Here, so first, yeah, Winifred's in the lab. She looks at like two vials that have like tape on them, and somebody wrote like DNA on the tape of one. She looks at one vial, looks at another, and then just like, all right, I'm done, and just falls, falls asleep. asleep. It's like the quickest work. Like, wow, you really put in a good hard eight hours there, lady. Oh. Just passes out instantly. Yeah, and then black is. <laughs> He left. He comes back. I guess maybe he's one of those people who's like, he can't, she has to shit at home. He can't use the public bathroom. Because that's the only reason. Like, why would he just come uh, back and leave? Must shit at home. Dude, it's, it's, I, I was like, what, what's Blackenstein doing back? Has he come back? No, he's leaving? What's going it's, it's so weird. But he goes out in the town again, and we see a couple who pulls up to a picturesque scenery. And you know what, oh, yeah, what couples do at night? They pull up to a picturesque scenery. It's, it's a uh, booty slapping time. Yep. Right? But. The chick's not having it. He's he's aggressive. He's like, come on, baby. I like to touch your hair. It smells good. And he's like, she's like, get off me. I want to go okay, home. Okay, first of all, that's creepy. Yeah. Like, first comment, I was like, this girl has no, like, I may be wondering, like, why was she with this guy in the first right, place? Right, because as soon why as they park, go, she's just like, fuck you. Yeah, it's like, yeah. why would you agree to go park with this guy? Because you know what that means in this time period, and you obviously don't like him. Because he starts, so he's like, just take me home. Don't touch me. Don't touch yeah, me. He's getting kind of handsy. And I'm starting to get like, creepy vibes. I'm starting to get vibes of uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. That scene where uh, Ricky runs over the guy who's drinking Takagi. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's like, you you have perfect hair. You know what I mean? Yes, I know I do. Like, yeah. do you like to have a touch? No, I don't. Like, I want to well, go I'm, home. I, I, I like to go home. Your hair. She's like the best actor in the movie. <laughs> like, he does get real proper creepy here about his hair, yeah. though, her hair. Yeah. So she gets out and she, you know, she leaves. And the guy's like, well, I'm better off alone. And he drives off. But then Blackenstein doesn't hesitate. He grabs her. And then drags her away awkwardly. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. It's it's like he grabs her, close up of her face, and then we just the camera's on the ground, kind of looking up as Blackenstein drags her away, and she's standing almost completely straight. Yeah, up. it's so weird. Like again, every decision and thing they do in this movie is just beyond almost explanation because of how bad and awkward everything is. It's like, bad. It's I we can't do it justice. You have to see it. You do, yeah. but don't. <laughs> <laughs> So in the morning, Dr. Stein and Winifred are being served by Malcolm. They're eating breakfast. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Stein is looking kind of upset. And he says, Winifred, I want to see you in the lab. And, and I love this scene. 
So Winifred and, uh, and Dr. Stein leave, and Malcolm just stands there, and he finally smiles. <laughs> and he sits down to eat Dr. Stein's breakfast with the biggest smile on his face. Oh, goody. It's for me. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. The dude is so happy to be eating. It's so weird. It's the one time we see him smile. He doesn't frown. He doesn't smile. He doesn't do anything. But he smiles there. He finally gets to eat. <laughs> Ugh. All right. So they go down and talk. Um, two police detectives then arrive uh, to visit Dr. Stein as body count starts to rise. Uh, they're suspicious due to the fact that the killings took place in the surrounding vicinity. But Dr. Stein, he's ignorant to the fact that he now has a murderous Blackenstein monster living in his basement laboratory. Winifred, however, becomes suspicious of Malcolm and spends her time in the lab examining various solutions used during Eddie's, Eddie's surgery. Um, Blackenstein goes out again! Yep. He's on his way out again. He's, he is a social night owl, a man. a busy beaver. He, he yeah. is. But he also wants to get some entertainment. Yes. Yeah, he wants to go to the club. He does. So then we cut to a <laughs> club scene. This is awful. Where a guy is like, he, I guess he's the host or the MC. He's supposed to be, yeah, a host and comedian. And he's do he does an entire like two minute bit. It's the worst about a dog that a talks. talking dog. It's the longest, most boring with no joke payoff. With no payoff. No payoff. There's but the crowd. Loves it. They're laughing like he's fucking Kevin Hart or Chris Rock or something like that or Dave Chappelle. Like, oh, it's the funniest thing in the world. It's the stupidest joke I've ever heard. It's like takes him like five minutes to tell the goddamn story, and then the punchline is non-existent. It's it's and everyone just I'm like that was funny. That was supposed like, to be that's, funny. I kept waiting. Like, where's the where's joke? the joke? Where what? Yeah. And then and then. The, he brings on this woman to sing, and it's the same goddamn damn song, song from, from the, the beginning, beginning, and it's just even worse now. And, it just for and, and they, we focus on her for another, like, two minutes. Yeah, also. I hate this scene. I fucking hate oh, When you get to the club, I just fucking push mute or fast forward. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It kind of fits perfectly in Blackenstein. It's just <laughs> clumsy and awkward. I, yeah, I mean, I guess, but it's just... I don't know. So I guess Blackenstein's outside the club because he sees a couple. Oh, my God. A couple. Are, are they okay. making out or is he trying to rape He's her? He's trying to rape her. But you can't but, tell because yeah. it looks almost consensual. Yeah. And also, I don't know if you picked up on this, but again, the shitty editing continuity is terrible because every like it cuts back and forth between like the club, people at the club and Blackenstein yes. taking like his like 30 minute stroll, to walk, like 10 yeah. feet. Um there's and a random every, scream. And every time, like, it's the different time of day. Yes. He leaves, he leaves the castle. It's nighttime. He shows him walking down the street. The fucking sky is blue and the sun's just starting to set. It shows the club. It's nighttime again. Shows fucking <laughs> Blackenstein. The sky is blue and the clouds are out again. <sighs> he finally makes it to the club. It's night again. Like, three day cycles have passed in this whole process. It's, it's bonkers. <laughs> Hey, yeah, and then he had this couple who's like, yeah, is, are, are they, they making, making out? Are they making he, out? It looks they, like he's trying to rape it her. It looks but... like they're making out at first, and then she kind of pushes him back, and then he just rips her shirt open. Yeah, and I'm like, like, damn, bro. Rips. Give me that. He just goes titties. for it, but Blackenstein is here to save the day. Apparently. So he comes out, and he the the raper starts to fight Blackenstein by throwing body shots. Oh, God. Thump, 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 thump. Everyone throws body shots at him. No yeah. one punches his head ever. Well, so, well his head's so... I mean, it's, it's a great a, target. It's, it's a giant target. It'd be the easiest thing to hit. So he... Uh, um, all he does is throw body shots, um, and he gets he, he grabs him, squeezes him, and he falls down, seemingly dead. Yeah, so, again, instant. Just grabs him, yeah. touch, he falls down. And you think maybe he's uh, you know going to let the girl live because it looked like he saved her, but nope. He oh. turns his attention to her. She's kind of trapped in a corner of the alley. She can't get away. Her top's still off, and up comes Blackenstein and scratches her? Yeah. It's, it's He, like, puts his face towards, or, pardon me, puts his hand towards her face, and then all of a sudden it cuts away, and she's got, like, these massive, like, looks like she got run over by a car. Yeah. You know, it's horrible effects. It's but horrible I'm, I'm, I'm makeup. Like, what the hell it's happened? It's fucking awesome. It's, or, not, it's awful, not awesome. And, yeah, and then, like, the guy who he was punching him at one point gets up, attacks him again, and Blackenstein, again, just, like, touches him and then he falls down dead with like a little bit of blood on his chest. Right. Like 
What? I, it's I I I don't. It's I so don't weird. Know. And this is where I realize Blackenstein kind of looks like Wesley Willis. Wesley Willis is an old. Uh, <laughs> He he was a guy with like uh, schizophrenia and all kinds of mental health issues, but he would make these songs like "Rock and Roll McDonald's," <laughs> "I Whoop Batman's Ass," <laughs> and uh, anytime a song ended, he'd, he'd say "Rock over London, rock on Chicago, Wheaties, Breakfast of Champions," <laughs> or "Exxon, put a tiger in your tank." The guy was awesome. You haven't heard of Wesley Willis? He's fantastic. I haven't heard that name. Oh in man, so long. Now it's coming back, isn't it? It's come back now. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, it's been for. Oh Jesus Christ. Okay. So, Blackenstein kills the lady, and then all of a sudden the police show up, and they're on the scene, and they're looking for Blackenstein, but they can't find him. Um. And they're talking to the comedian guy who saw the whole thing. Right. And not only him, but then out of the blue, this kid pops <laughs> up from behind a fence. <laughs> Like Wilson from Tool Time, just pops up <laughs> on the other side of the Hey, like, I huh? saw him. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and just like, like, what? Where's this kid from? <sighs> Why is he out so late by himself? Right? Why is he there? <laughs> he just pops up like a fucking groundhog from behind a fence. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> and so the okay, so the comedian's talking to the cops, and he's like, "Explain this to me." He's like, "What do you mean, explain it to you again? I'll tell it to you one more time." <laughs> He's like, I was came outside to smoke after my set like I always do. Heard a girl scream and saw her getting assaulted, but instead of helping, he's like, he doesn't say that, but he's like, then I said I'd take one more puff. <laughs> like, that's an important part of the story. Like, first of all, you hear a woman getting assaulted, you kind of see it, but instead of helping, you sit there and make sure you take one oh, more I'm hit more. off that cig- cigarette. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And then he's like, yeah, and then I just saw, he was like, there's a 15-foot shadow, 15-feet shadow, man. What do you want me to do with that? And, and that's that's all he really says. That's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. He pretty much, I pretty much skipped it because it doesn't have anything to do with the story. <laughs> I just thought yeah. like, one, he, he, I don't know why they, like, I found it so funny that they had to emphasize the fact that he I took, took one, one more drag of I decided cigarette. not to help that broad because I wanted to take one more drag from my cigarette. <laughs> so... Blackenstein, after his, uh, you know, senseless rampage, he decides to go back home. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when he goes home, he hears screaming coming from Winifred's room. And he enters to find Malcolm with his shirt off. Oh, my God. Like, pulling on her. She's in a negligee, and he's, like, pulling on her. And he's, like, just grabs her. He has her wrists. Yeah. And he's just moving them back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. They were doing rounds. Like at the end of the night, they give uh, Eleanor like a shot and like, all right, night's over. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. goes back to her room. Malcolm comes out and he looks down the hall and gives like mm, his, one, his second smile of the movie. <laughs> Follows her down. He's like, just out of the blue, he's like, I'm just going to rape this bitch. Yep. Like, I'm just going to rape her because the I love her night. so much. Tonight's the night. <laughs> so, yeah, he's fucking tr- trying to rip her shirt off and go at her. But Blackenstein ain't having it. Nope. They start to fight. Malcolm's throwing body shots again, tries to get away. Like, he grabs Malcolm and kind of tosses him down and turns to Winifred. And Malcolm looks like he just leaves. He just <laughs> opens the door and walks out. I'm like, what the fuck? But he, he comes in right away. He comes back in with a gun. Yeah, with the boom, gun. boom, starts shooting Blackenstein, but it has zero effect. Zero. He shoots like five times in the back. And he, Blackenstein come, you know, slowly lumbers towards Malcolm, grabs him, gives him a nice strangle. Just not, I was going to say squeeze, but I forgot. He does pick him up and strangle him, and he finally kills him. And then he goes on a good, this just incites more like murder. More rampage. He goes to the aging Eleanor and decides to kill her. And I don't, how did he kill her? I don't even remember how. Alan, okay, first I think he kills Bruno. Oh, yeah, he does. He kills Bruno. Bruno puts up a little bit of a fight. He gets the bear hug. Yeah. He gets the old bear hug finishing maneuver. Yeah. Um, Eleanor, I don't remember. Eleanor kills herself, basically, because so he kills Bruno and he leaves the room. Eleanor leaves her room screams and run but she runs directly into his arms she doesn't <laughs> run away from him she runs directly into the murderous monster so like it, and just dies maybe maybe she started to revert back to 90 years old experiencing dementia and thought it was her husband <laughs> yeah i'm going there <laughs> no no i it's uh. the i Seriously, I don't understand. She literally runs into his arms, and he just kills her instantly. Again, you don't really see it, but it's just yeah, you see just, she, just she runs into him, 
He, she's dead. She's dead. That's it. So Dr. Stein shows up, and he meets Winifred on the stairs. And, t- and she, this is where she tells him. She's like, Eddie's a monster. Oh, my God. He's out of control. Uh, together, they run down to the lab. Winifred busies herself preparing another injection of DNA solution, I guess, to make sure that Eddie's okay. But when Blackenstein draws near... Are you okay, Eddie? Eddie, are you okay? Eddie, are you okay? Yeah, she's okay, Eddie. (laughs) Eddie, are you okay? She draws up this solution to give it to him to fix him. But as soon as he comes in, she's like, oh, no! And, like, backs away. (laughs) My God damn it. Yeah. Oh. So, but but there is. A, he looks like he's about to get her, but then all of a sudden he kind of freezes, maybe recognizing that you know this is Winifred, his you know fiance. But that gives Doctor Stein the chance to jump him from behind. Whack, whack. But it has no effect. Blackenstein grabs him, whacks him a few times. He knocks him down, seemingly dead. But then he picks him back up, shakes him some more, more electricity and Dude, shit blowing he knocks up. Him down. The first time he knocks him down, I it, thought he was dead then. He, he, you would think so because he knocks him behind the operating table so he can't see him hit the ground. But he go he once he's out of view, like just explosions and yeah. sparks everywhere. Like, oh well he's dead. dead. But no, you're right. He Air, picks he, him back he, up. He gets back up, tacks him again, and then again just kind of <laughs> taps him and he he's dies. Gone. And then he turns back to Winifred who's like, Eddie. <laughs> eh, Eddie, it's me, Eddie. And he can't put up with that annoying fucking voice. Because oh. he decides to book it. Yep. And he leaves again. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm out. And, and of course, perfect timing, because that's exactly when the police arrive. <laughs> and they're, they're too late. Um, oh. <laughs> and they discover Dr. Stein's body. Okay, can we... T- and then the one dude consoles Winifred. I love it. Yeah. So, okay. Back <laughs> before the murder spree, the cops... Uh, they. <laughs> They're talking to the kid behind the fence, the fence kid. Yeah. The kid's like, I saw a nigga. He went that way. And uh, the cop's like, oh, there's nothing down there but the old factory. And I think next to the factory is the old cemetery. We better. And like, huh? Well, and like, beyond that might be Dr. Stein's. And like, and like, the way they put this together. It's is, by the old factory. By the cemetery. By, by Dr. Stein. By Dr. Stein's. Let's go. And <laughs> so. Like just the geography, the layout of this that means Dr. Stein's mansion is next to this abandoned fact, which it is. I mean, because yeah. like there's no way Doc because Blackenstein gets anywhere quickly, but it's just so comically funny the way they say it and just put those pieces together. <laughs> it's so odd. It's like really like, like can we be more generic and, and stereotypical of horror movie locations like the like, cemetery oh, the, the, the abandoned warehouse the, the cemetery, cemetery which is right next to, to the, the castle the ca- the haunted house which right. is right next to the eerie crypt next which is next to the swamp <laughs> like jesus christ <laughs> what can we get more so eddie's back on the town yep he's, he's, back, he's on. back on the town and was he fine a brunette attempting to start up her jeep and then he, buggy, he, it, he, he comes up and she actually puts up a good like run. Yep, she she runs into the abandoned warehouse where Blackenstein <laughs> clumsily stumbles about. And this goes on way too long. So he catches her at some point and carries her to the abandoned warehouse. And she gets away. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She get, yeah. And hides. And the worst high spot here because you can clearly see her legs like sticking out. Like, but she's, oh, she's there, right there. She's running around all over. Blackenstein stumbling towards There's her. There's no way. She should get caught a and, second time. And when she gets caught the second time, she runs to a ladder. And I'm thinking, okay, she's going to... Oh. That's a great idea. And then all of a sudden, her arms don't work. It's like she doesn't know how to, a ladder works. Oh, it's like, she's yeah, like she, uh, how do I work, work this fancy high-tech machinery? It's like every wrestler in a goddamn ladder match. Or money the bank, they get to the ladder, and suddenly they have no idea how to get up one quickly. It's like... That's funny. It's... I, it's I don't, it's, it's bad. Kind of, it's so bad. And, and of course, she's instantly dead. She, Which, she just gets grabbed. Yeah. She gets grabbed and just is dead. And then the cop, the cops show up <laughs> with Frank Blackenstein comes down the ladder. Like Does he? He, we see him coming down the ladder. It's like, when did he go up there? There's so many, <laughs> so nothing, poorly edited. Nothing makes any sense. But the, the cops, cops come and they bring the Los Angeles County Canine Corps. The Canine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just fucking killer Doberman. Two Doberman pinchers they release. And they get... Release they, the hounds! They, they get released. The dog is cornered black and sign. Bark, 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 bark. They jump on him, knock him down, and just fucking devour him! The guy just, who just was, rip was, him the, apart! The guy who is impervious 
to like Bullets. 20 body shots and apparently bulletproof gets taken apart by two dogs. Literally taken like, apart because one of the dogs rips his arm rips off. Rips his fucking arm off. And walks away with it. Like it's a goddamn sausage link. It's so funny. <laughs> the police dogs, which are trained to subdue, not murder, but <laughs> the police dogs rip off his fucking arm, carry it away in his mouth like a sausage link, while another dog had basically gutted him and his intestines are hanging out and the dog just can't then plop away just, just boop, 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 boop. leave the warehouse blackenstein is dies dead. he dies bleeds out whatever <laughs> and then it just cuts it cuts back to stein's castle, castle. front door castle with w- dr winifred walker or what her name is uh, like sweet talking the cop and the cops like sweet talking her yeah they're like oh my god they're about to make out yes because that's what it looks like there's so like apparently... there's like pretty music playing and everything and they're like arm and arm and yes. he like leads I'm like holy shit so fucking Winifred Walker who is so in love with Eddie instantly like as Boom. soon as he's dead oh black cop you got a nice afro too what's up buddy what's up brother that guy's got game and just yeah and then it just <laughs> fucking ends that's it <laughs> that's the Goddamn movie! That's Blackenstein. Holy shit! <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> All right, hold on. We'll be. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm running it on, but uh, we're, we got to take a quick break, real quick. Before, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. Um, so, so yeah, that's that was that's Blackenstein. That's fucking Blackenstein, guys. Um, let's let's just move on to this week's uh, favorite kill. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, uh, uh, this movie was terrible for kills. Horrible, absolutely horrible. Some of the I mean, probably the worst we've ever seen. Definitely some Definitely. of the worst. Yeah, I, I I don't think there's any other choice except for one, which I'm sure. I mean, go ahead, Aaron. I'm pretty sure. But, well. I... I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the white orderly, yeah. you know, getting his arm ripped off. Yeah. I mean, um, that was the best one because he's he's the bad guy, the one that actually deserves it, you know, and it, and it was kind of graphic. It was kind of cool. He's eating his arm, he's you know, and uh, but it was still shitty. Yeah, it is. It's the shittiest. This is not probably movie takes a case, probably the shittiest kills we've ever seen. Um, and I, the, the amount of insta death choke outs is. Comical. Or touches, like yeah, they're, they're, they're barely, they're barely even squeeze. chokes or strangles. They're just like touch and you're dead. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, there's the only thing you can say is the, the the orderly guy who actually gets an arm ripped off and there's a struggle. Um, that's the only like real effect they put in until Franken's a lot of arms getting ripped off. In yeah, this movie. Like, yeah, what's up with that? Um, what's up with that? Um, yeah, that's my Hurricane Helms right there. Um, yeah, so you have to be the orderly. Like, there's no other choice this week. Let's just move on. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right, so ratings. IMDb gives it a 3.4 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, there is no official thermometer score. Wow. Yeah, uh, and it has a 10% audience score. Wow. Yeah, but Amazon, fucking Amazon, <sighs> four out of five. Amazon's going to Amazon. <laughs> Amazon's going to be Amazon. Uh, plot keywords, there were 71 total um, movie plot keywords. Um, some really strange ones. Um, additional funnel was a plot keyword. What? Yeah. So if you like funnels in your movies, this one's got an additional, an additional funnel, funnel for you funnel lovers. Boeing 727 landing. Not just the movie, but it landing, landing is a key. Tiger striped leg. <laughs> but yes, That's original. That is original. Um, Aaron, this one's for camera shot of a woman's feet. Right on. Right on. <laughs> and then lastly, psychotronic. Yeah. Psychotronic film. Um, trivia. The only bit of any remotely interesting trivia that was available is the fact that uh, the set um, used for Dr. Stein's lab used a lot of original items from original Universal's original Frankenstein movie. Really? Yeah. yeah I mean, it looked pretty accurate, honestly, when I was looking at it. Yeah, that's that's so, it. So this trivia. equipment's from the 30s that they're using in 1973. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> So, um, 
Let's move, let's move on to the budget game. Time for Aaron to blow his wad with the budget game. You found a budget for this? Found a budget and oh. a box office for this. What? Yeah. Dude, I'm going to so fuck this up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Remember, this is 19, early 70s. So like 72 probably yeah. was made. All right. <laughs> budget for Blackenstein. No name actors. Horrible effects. Not a huge runtime. It was an hour and 17 Yeah, minutes. it's short, by the way, guys. It's really short. It's pretty short. And it still feels like it's too long. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say... It's so hard because they put more money into movies back in the day. You know, whereas, you know, if I said it today, I'd be like, oh, it's like $10,000. But, oh, fuck. All right, I'm going to say $25,000. 25000 All right. Um... <clears throat> good, yeah, kind of good yeah, guess. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, kind of good guess, but you're wrong. <laughs> um, you will not. I, I wouldn't believe this either. Best for your savings. Budget eighty thousand dollars. I mean, it's not a shocker. It is to me. I'm like, where the fuck did that money go? I mean, they had the Jesus. house. They had different locations. They had you know, different but locations. They had a house, a jazz club, and an old factory. That's it. Like it's that's not like expensive. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. So, all I, right. I imagine they hired actual actors though. If they or actually, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Those people. Oof. Um. All right. Let's guess the box office. How much did this movie make in the theaters? I bet you it did pretty good actually, because black exploitation films were pretty hot. Um. You know, Blackula was out. I don't know if. Like Rudy Ramor's Human Tornado movies were out yet, like the Dolomite movies. Um, so I'm gonna say it made back its money, uh, and this is total gross, right? Yeah, total. Okay, total gross. I'm gonna say 150 thousand dollars. 150 k. Because I imagine the the release is small. It's probably just to like black communities and black like theaters and stuff like that. That so I, I I can't tell you that. I, I, don't, I don't know. I that. don't think it'd be like showing in you know small town Ohio. You know what I mean? So I get you, but. Ah. How'd it do? Box office. Two million. Holy <laughs> shit. This thing made two million dollars. Holy crap. This is like the worst movie I've ever seen. It made two million. Talk about an investment. Yeah. God damn. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but before uh, before we move on, I just got to say, just like uh, B- Blackenstein was alive. He was alive. So is my overgrown bush. Is it back already? It's alive. That's crazy. Yeah. Which means I got to go get my Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 to trim that beast back. Yes, you do. Get that primeval jungle under control. <laughs> <laughs> get my red afro, my curly red afro under control. And you know you can save 20% on I can that save too. 20% by going to manscaped.com and using promo code MOONGOON. 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 At checkout to save 20%, plus free shipping. Free shipping. Also international, so, I mean, not yes. all over the world, but, you know, it's like 28 different countries that yeah. ships to. Not just my, uh, not just the lawn, my, lawnscaper, or pfft, lawnmower 4.0. Lawnmower and weed whacker. Weed whacker, thank you. I can also get my deodorants, my shampoo, my conditioner. I can get some lip balm. It's windy. It's cold winter. Yeah. I can get some Manscaped lip balm. I've got it. Keep those lips nice and moist and not getting chapped. Oh, at manscaped.com with promo code MoonGoon at checkout. So, there we go. All right, let's move on to Mortal Comment Combat. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat combat? All right, who will be left standing? Right. Let's find out. On Amazon, 124 total reviews. 66% are five star. 
with 8% being one-star reviews. It's the camp factor. You know, it they just probably got, it has, has to be. It is. It, has to it be. is. Yeah. So let's start with five from Juanita Sugamora. Uh, Nudery. I've never even heard of that word, but Nudery. It was a good movie to watch if you were alone. Five stars. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I've never, I don't think that's even a word. Nudery? Nudery. N-U-D-E-R-Y. Nudery. Huh. Interesting. Uh, from Junk Rocker. What more need be said? It's Blackenstein, baby. Five stars. Fair enough. Fair enough, I guess. Uh, from MarkFusion.com. An absolute treasure. The kind of movie that would lead us to the promised land if only we weren't so blinded by our own hubris. Five stars. From Scott. You have to be well toasted to get this one. Even then, it was like an out-of-body experience. Still worth a watch just to try to figure out what the hell is going on. Five stars. And lastly, from David R. Moffitt. Want to recreate a night of ultra-late 1970s TV in your very own home? Just slip in a copy of Blackenstein and you'll feel as if you're tripping back to that groovy time when you crashed on the couch in your parents' basement rec room and really got into some midnight movie or other. Blackenstein has it all, including a flawlessly scratched and grainy print transferred right onto the DVD. You want bad acting? You got it. Fractual continuity, technical errors? Yep. Plot holes that an 18-wheeler could be driven through? Sure. Really bad dialogue? Uh, since the doctor won a Nobel Peace Prize for medicine, it abounds. Scenes in which someone appears to have forgotten the camera left, forgotten the camera running, and for no apparent reason decided to include the resulting footage in the film. You bet. You name it. If it can be done wrong, it was done wrong in this movie. Amen. For all that, I thoroughly enjoyed this film because I was laughing my head off most of the way through. Blackenstein is almost, but not quite, what the Wayne's brothers would have made as a student film. Seen as a bad joke, it's one of the best guilty ple- pleasures ever put on cinema. If you're expecting a legitimate monster movie, however, just forget it. Some things are truly so bad they're good, and Blackenstein fits the bill as well as any other cinematic oopsie ever seen. And it's short enough at 87 minutes that if it doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth, you'll still have time to put in a real movie and possibly salvage your <laughs> evening. Five stars. That's a good review. All right. Moving on to the one stars. From Joe Wing. The problem with this movie is that the story is dead upon arrival. There's nothing interesting about it. There is no tension. There's no horror. There is no shock. Just There's just no there, there, C. One star. <laughs> I like how you included the typo. Yeah. C. <laughs> it's not that. It's, it's a punk pyramid, and then you just put a C. <laughs> there, there, C. Uh, from Laser Ghost, Blackenstein. I served with Blackula. I knew Blackula. Blackula was a friend of mine. Blackenstein, you're no Blackula. One star. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I like it, though. <laughs> From Kindle Customer. I bought this thing in 2006 and only just attempted to rematch it the other day. Not rewatch, rematch. Rematch. Rematch it the other day. I ignored the warnings of the Amazon reviewers who said, you're sitting there... You, you're sitting there saying it's Black Frankenstein. It'll be the craziest, most awesome, bad movie ever. Well, it's terrible. Don't buy it. Everything, literally, every, literally, every, oh, I'm sorry. This is good. Everything literally takes five times as long as, as it should to happen. Every action, every dialogue, exchange, literally every moment, every activity, this film is sheer agony to sit through. Not robot monster agony. Not plan nine agony. Real eye gougingly boring agony. One star. Wow. Last two from Emilio Amaro. The guy who plays Blackenstein has either never acted his entire life or is going through a serious bout of depression at the time because I think a rotting corpse on the strings of an amateur puppeteer would have had more to offer. To be fair, Eddie had his arms and legs blown off. He's probably pretty depressed. <laughs> if you really want to black... Eddie can't get ice cream. <laughs> That's right. Give the man some ice cream, damn it. <laughs> Maybe if he got his ice cream, none of this would have happened. Right. Um, if you really want Blackenstein, just read the original story and imagine that it's the corpse of a black man because this movie will bore you to the point with no psych, where no psychotic doc could ever resurrect your soul. One star. And lastly, from David Lerner, short version, Blackenstein. The Black Frankenstein is awful, awful movie, quite possibly the worst ever made. Longer version. 
It's a shame that Blackenstein isn't widely known. If it had the cult following that it deserves, quote unquote, then it would appear on a lot more worse movies ever made list. I've seen a lot of bad movies in my time, but Blackenstein certainly gives Manos, The Hand of Fate, and Plan 9 from Outer Space a run for their money at the top of my list as the very worst. Where do you start to describe a movie that makes Ed Wood look like a near genius? <laughs> this movie was edited with all the grace and subtlety of a meat cleaver. A dialogue, when, it, when there is dialogue, is laughable. The premise of the movie itself is ridiculous. A man steps... Well, we're going to skip over his presence. Somewhere, shouldn't he at least be missing lower jaw and eye or his hearing or something? The movie's continuity defies the laws of time and space in ways I haven't seen since Plan 9. There's the entrance to the Veterans Hospital that appears to be located in an abandoned factory warehouse. The factory warehouse itself may or may not be right next door to the mansion. Time shifts from day to night to dusk to night to dusk without any sense of whether or not an actual day has gone by. After a while, you just have to stop trying to figure out and let, let them take you along for the ride. I'm sure there's many questions left unanswered, but sure this is entertaining to watch again and come up with more questions such as why didn't Mystery Science Theater 3000 get their hands on this one? Right. Why do all the cops show up at the end of the movie and where on earth do they go? Why doesn't this DVD box tagline, why, I'm sorry, why doesn't the DVD box's tagline to stop this mother takes one bad brother have anything to do with the movie? It has nothing to do nothing with the movie. Nothing to do with the movie. I'm pretty sure that watching Blackenstein is the very definition of the phrase hurts so good one star. So it had a tagline of to stop this brother, it's going to take one to bad mother? To stop this mother takes one, one bad, bad brother. brother. Oh my God. And it was two dogs. It was two dogs. It's a great tagline. That's hilarious. But nobody takes it's two fucking dogs. It should have been the black cop. Yes. It should have been the cop of the it afro. It should have been the cop. Yeah. I think he's, did he even open the doors to the canine van? I don't no. think he did. No. He's off trying to bang Dr. Winifred Walker. <laughs> That's a bad brother right there. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's short episode. Yeah. Point. Well, the movie's short. It's and short. It's like there's, there's. We're picking over the carcass of this movie. Yeah, it's so short and so bad and so boring. Like, it's like we're trying. We're this. I think that's about as good as stretch, we could get. Yeah, yeah. I, we try to stretch it out. There's a one scene we skipped over, which is it's only funny because it's again it's so laughably bad, and that's just when. Uh, Eddie's in his dungeon cell and Winifred's down there talking to him with, with Dr. Stein and signs like he's just not him himself anymore. So I don't know, something like that. And Eddie attacks her through the cell oh. door Arr, and grabs her. And Dr. Stein's like, like treat him like he's a fucking bad he dog. He's like a beaver like tail a, or something. Yeah, like a rolled up newspaper. He's like, no, no, bad dog, <laughs> bad Eddie, bad Blackenstein. And that's how bad like, this movie is so beyond description of how terrible it is and how comedic like we don't get me wrong i had a blast here sitting here yeah, making fun yeah. of it but well we'll save it but i mean yeah it's short dude it's fucking short but that's just i mean final comments man let's i feel like i feel like it should be seen because it is part of black movie cinema history even as shitty as it is it made two million dollars and it was cut from the same cloth as Blackula and, you know, the, uh, those black exploitation films. So it has a place to be seen, but see Blackula, see, you know, um, why am I drawing? Uh, Do Rudy Raymore's movies, you know, uh, Dolomite. Um, watch Coffee. Don't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so bad it's scary. It, But it was, it was, it's just really shitty. It's just really shitty. I mean, we already beat it about the head and shoulders. We ripped off its arm. We tore open its guts. <laughs> the movie's bad. Yeah. Um, There is one scene that I forgot to talk about. Okay. Yeah. It's when Eddie's starting to, like, convulse and stuff, and they take him away on the gurney. And they're like, Malcolm, quick, go get the gurney. And he goes, fuck you. I'm not going to get it. And he comes, like, he's walking down the hall so slow. He's like, I'm not moving my ass for this. Yeah. At least that's what I thought. Oh, we also skipped over the, the, the fact that for the guy who has no arms and legs, when they wheel him into the castle, you can clearly see his arms and legs hanging out from underneath the sheet. Like, they're right there. <laughs> How did that get past? Like, like, everything got every, past everything. Yeah, I mean, I, so, um, yeah. What, what's, so, what's your thoughts? Oh, man. Um, so bad, scary. Yeah. I, I, well, I just without a doubt. I mean, this, this, I, I don't know. This movie is just unfucking believable. Yeah. I, it's 
so god and here more, more. fuck's sake man you're amateur it's amateur oh it's there you so go. amateur um but i kind of like the point that like i maybe i don't know i would say watch it once just to see if you really want to torture yourself see how bad it is but even then i can't recommend doing that in the past was like, watch there's it other once. there's other movies that you can do that with yeah yeah like this is just even though it's short and it is free on Tubi, yeah. so but goddamn, it's like that hour and I don't know, ten minutes, hour fifty minutes. It, it's still gonna, it it's drags. gonna feel like three hours, and it's not worth it. it. It's I don't know what more we can say to really hammer home the fact how terrible and bad this. This may be one of the worst movies we have ever done on this show i agree like it's up there with and for all different reasons i mean it's up there with like lake fear three it's up there with death house but those are bad in different ways this is just bad in like every i like the, the guy in the one of you said if if it could be done wrong it was done exactly wrong in yeah. this movie yeah That's every aspect is wrong the sound effects the music the acting the writing the editing the, the editing everything is, is this is a masterpiece of uh, catastrophe Great. is what this is. Perfectly said. A masterpiece of catastrophe. So if you want to see that, Blackenstein's your baby. Yeah. So, so bad, scary, man. Um, all right. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. It's a short episode this week, but that's fine. Um, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back with another episode relatively soon. Um, so in the meantime, guys, you know, you know, the, you know, the deal. Watch more horror movies. And remember to always, always keep it tight.